Welcome back to Above the Shoulders podcast. It's just Angela here today, and I'm going to talk to you guys a little bit about marketing basics and what we call the four P's. So the four P's are known as product, price, place, and promotion. And that's kind of what they teach you in Intro to Marketing. So to start out, product, or it could be a service, but just product starts with a P, so you know. (laughs) So you kind of can think about this as product, anything you buy, a soda, a car, headphones, a lamp, those types of things. Now, the difference between a product and a service, a product is a tangible item while a service is intangible. It's something being done for you, like you're someone mowing your lawn or someone singing you a song or like an act of service or someone pumping your gas, working on your car, things like that. So you have to start out with something to sell, either a product or a service. Next, we move on to price. And price can be pretty tricky. This is where a lot of branding associations come up. And and I'll get into an example here in a minute. But when you think about buying something, you have a price expectation in mind. If it's, if what you go to purchase, if it's not priced accurately, either you think it's low quality or you think it's ridiculous way out of your price range. But for example, think about going to McDonald's and being charged $5 for a coffee. What? That is outrageous. (laughs) But you don't hesitate to think about that, to think about spending $5 when you go to buy the same coffee at Starbucks. Now, I'm with you. I love Starbucks. I think that the quality is way different there. But you also have to think about the branding, the company. You know, McDonald's isn't trying to, their business model is based off, you know, cheap, low cost, high volume. While Starbucks, I mean, they do have the volume, but higher quality, better product, and the, you know, the thought of a higher brand, that can affect the price. And you think when you spend more money on something, it can be of higher quality. Now, of course, that's not the case with everything. I mean, it's a general rule, but think about it. You probably think that you're not paid what you're worth at your job. So all things considered. So, but price is the heart of what marketers like to call the value proposition, which is like the basis of all marketing. And that's kind of what I wrote my book about, a guide to creating content for beginners. You don't buy something unless you find it valuable. You don't drive to work in the morning and say, you know what, I really don't think that this coffee is a good deal, but I'm going to buy it anyways. No. You buy something because it makes your life more convenient it's a it's either a hedonistic or utilitarian 
purchase. And I, um, hedonistic means it brings you pleasure. Utilitarian means it's like a necessity. So like groceries, electric bill, gas in the car, whatever. Hedonistic would be like concert tickets, clothes you don't need. Things like that. And, of course, sometimes they can cross paths. Like, sometimes I like to buy certain groceries. That makes me happy. But you get what I'm saying. So think think about that in the back of your mind when you, th- when you think about marketing. A value proposition. So we move on to the third P, place. And this is where you think, like, the... When you think about a product, you you can name places where you can go purchase it. And that is where marketers want to put those products so that they can sell them to you. So you stop at the gas station. You think, oh, I can go inside and get a soda, some bubble gum, um, baseball cards, a, a mini gas tank, or some oil for my car from running low. Things like that. Place can even go as far as where it is placed in the store. How, how it is placed, the display, of course. And that and that makes it a little bit into promotion as well, which is the fourth P. But, but in a grocery store, you think, you know, you have the, the shelves, the bottom shelf, middle, top. So say you're selling a kid cereal. You want that to be placed at the eye level of a child walking down the aisle. Because then they can be like, Mom, Dad... Oh, look at this. I really want this. If it was placed out of their sight, they're not going to ask for it. They're not as likely to buy it. And grocery stores is like the biggest example of place that you could think of because not only do, you know, grocery stores make money off the sale of the products, companies pay extra for where they are placed in the store, which is pretty fascinating. And you you hear about companies like Aldi, we recently got one where we live, they kind of do all of their own branding. They hardly have any brands in their store. I mean, they do have a couple, but they are not influenced by things like that. They just, their goal is like completely low cost. It's sort of interesting to think about, and I definitely could give you a lot more examples in the future about this, but I want to get a little more into promotion. So this is where you can kind of get creative and how you might even like, if it's a brand new product, how you might reach your target market entirely without, you know, say they don't even know about your company. You are going to have to invest into some promotion to get that brand awareness to get your product out there to get it purchased. So this could be things like print, email marketing, social media, a newspaper ad, on the radio, a billboard. Um, uh, So for example, today I was talking to my mom and she got a restaurant menu in the mail for a local restaurant that just opened up. And it was, it was a pizza place and they had their menu and she was talking about how good things looked and how she wants to go get some pizza there this weekend. And they mentioned in the the flyer print thing whatever that if you order online they'll give you 20% off your first purchase after my mom saw that menu 
talked about how delicious the pizza looked and how she wanted to go this weekend, you can bet that she is going to order online this weekend to get the 20% off for sure. If there's any doubt in her mind, she was definitely going to do it to get that 20% off. And this is what is referred to as a call to action. So you know when you go onto a website and you get all those pop-ups to join their email newsletter and they say, if you join, get this free downloadable guide on how to improve your life, etc., etc., depending on what you're looking at. That would be a call to action. Or, you know, call me today to get a free projection of your home for sale. Or thing, statements like that. That is what is referred to as a call to action to actually get some, get a potential lead to call you so you can collect name, phone number, information so that they can try to sell you further on the product. And that is super important. You definitely don't want to exclude that sort of thing when you're thinking about promotion. Or like, you know, the promotion could even be an offer. Buy one, get one free. Or, you know, buy one, get one free when you join our, when you get our points card. Or when you sign up for one of those credit cards at Banana Republic or TJ Maxx or Target to get a certain percentage off. Um, Or even social media ads. I know you guys definitely see those on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter when you're scrolling through. Paid ads are hugely popular on social media and they're actually very nice because you don't have to spend a ton of money and you can reach exactly who you want to reach. Facebook um, advertisements, the back end is crazy to understand, but you can narrow it down to people's interests, their age, gender, Income levels, any sort of demographic, you know, geographically, you can pick on the map who you want to target. It's pretty interesting. So, I mean, you can definitely get creative with the promotional side. There's a lot you could do there. And there's a lot more to talk about. I'm kind of interested to see what you guys have to say. Um, But lastly, I just want to say that during all of these stages, it's important to know who your competition is and plan accordingly for that. You know, if you're developing a product or a service, develop it so that you have um, an advantage. And this is called a competitive advantage. It either, you know, a difference in the design itself, or maybe you are a lowered cost version of the same product Maybe you have better placement than them, or maybe even you offer some sort of brand guarantee, like a better return policy. You have to set yourself apart somehow. And you you can even, and this is kind of what I get into my book, um, A Guide to Content Creation for Beginners, is that it's all about value. You have to bring it back to the value proposition. And I'm a true believer in providing content and knowledge out there for those who are looking for it. And in return, making yourself the expert 
of, you know, establishing your brand with your credibility, your expertise. And that in turn will bring you the sales. It'll bring the money. You have to write, know what you're talking about, you know, and by content, I mean, blogs, social media, podcasts, emails, even just with like helpful tips, your expertise, you know, if you are trying to market a certain area, knowledge of the area, things like that. But um, I, I know this podcast is short today, you guys, but I appreciate you listening. Brendan is at grad school tonight, so he could not join me. But let me know what you think. Um, is anybody into marketing? Um, anyone have any ideas, thoughts? I'm interested to see what you guys have to say. And let me know if you if there's anything specific you'd like to hear about. Um, thank you guys. And have a great night.